maybe the gaps are responding quickly enough, embracing these new technologies, playing with them, you know, failing fast. That's all terribly, terribly important. We did that at Burberry and it served us very, very well. Um, and I think it's not so much for lack of innovation, it is lack of guts. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Is Digital podcast from ISDI. I'm Ian McMurray, International Content Specialist at ISDI. In this episode, part two of two, I'll be speaking to one very special guest about innovation, technology, and digital transformation, specifically in the fashion and luxury goods sector, in which he has established himself as a thought leader. Craig Crawford is an IT strategist with over 30 years of experience in global fashion brands. On the web at crawfordit.com, you can see how he works to improve business connectivity through digital innovation in ways that help brands to grow and to stand out from the rest. As well as heading the agency Crawford IT, Craig is an advisor to the London College of Fashion and has worked to provide solutions for top brands such as Burberry, Gap, and Jaeger. Craig is an expert teacher on ISDI's Global Executive Master in Digital Business and other programs such as the Digital MBA. So, in recent years, new technology has been implemented right across organizations. This could be geared, as we've heard, towards establishing a more engaging, personalized relationship with the client right through to connecting staff at the strategic decision-taking level with other members of the team responsible for carrying out those actions, with all of the correct and up-to-date information necessary to do so. But are there any areas of tech that perhaps have not yet been fully exploited? I asked Craig, where do you see innovation gaps in the use of technology in the types of companies that you work with? We're in a very exciting time with with digital transformation. It, it, the word's been bantered around so much and people thought, oh, it just responded to e-commerce or, oh, it just has to do with an app or, oh, it, it just has to do with customer facing or CRM. But the reality is it's an entire ecosystem. Um, and I'm seeing new developments and new innovations every day. Um, for example, just within the past 12 months, GS1 has changed the standard for all labeling, which now gives every product its own unique web address. And both Google and Apple um, adjusted their operating system so that the cameras read this new standard, which means we literally have a place to store anything and everything we'd like around every single piece of product that we make. That's is incredible and solves sustainability questions and sustainability issues, um, but it also uh, improves the process of supply chain and manufacturing. It allows the customer to interact. It allows marketing and sales to come with the product. Um, it allows the customers to be rewarded. So uh, it's not lack of innovation. I think it's thorough application of the new, of the new innovative things that are happening. And again, I go back to data, data scientists, how important they are, how important application and enterprise architects are um, 
in all of this because we are used to really as a retailer shipping product developing product against a timeline longer lead times all of these things um haven't changed much in golly 50 if not 100 years and now we have uh, technology that enables us to completely disrupt that so i think there's a long way to go with uh, manufacturing, supply chain, how we analyze what we're selling, create closer to uh, to market based on real-time data of what people want. All of this tech is there, and it's this convergence of this technology that makes it super exciting. I just think, again, it's so hard for a brand to just turn so quickly um, and, 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 and reevaluate how they plan or how they replenish um, or how they even develop product based on what consumers are looking, looking at and looking for. And so I think maybe the gaps are responding quickly enough, embracing these new technologies, playing with them, you know, failing fast. That's all terribly, terribly important. We did that at Burberry and it served us very, very well. Um, and I think it's not so much for lack of innovation, it is lack of guts. Although we've seen massive changes and developments in technology in recent years, we need to bear in mind that change is continuous. A lot of innovation has been built into mobile applications, that is, being able to communicate information rapidly while on the go. But what comes next? How will future waves of change leave the technological landscape? I asked Craig, what innovations do you see happening now that go beyond mobile? One example of going way beyond mobile is <clears throat> the Internet of Things. Um, I mentioned the GS1 standard. Um, you know, the fact, the fact that devices are connected, the fact that objects are connected, the fact that textiles are connected um, means that we actually can communicate across devices. And so it's not, it's on the go and it is about where you are. Um, but it's not necessarily a mobile device. Then I think when we look at machine learning, I think when we look at algorithms that um, continue to improve over time, um, we can start automating some of these things, right? Whether it's a smart chat bot, um, whether it's processing purchase orders. I mean, there are tech companies out there now that take in emails and customer requests and through automation respond to those um, because the data is within that. Um, again, I, I bang on about the data scientists and, 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 and these mass amounts of data that we have, but the innovations there, super important. And then lastly, the thing that we don't really talk about much is voice recognition. You know, it's secure enough to get your money in the UK, um, and banks are doing that. And yet, it's not so great when you come from Virginia like I do and lived in New York and in London. They don't necessarily understand the hodgepodge of the accent. So it still has a long way to go. We, I think it's funny because we used to use our telephones to talk on. Now we use them to type on. And soon we're going to be talking to them rather than using them to talk to make everything happen. Because it's not very effective to be pecking away at a text or a message or reading something as you go. It's much better to have all of that sort of brought to you or you can talk to it and tell it to do things. Um, and voice recognition is clearly working, you know, at home with Amazon Echo and you know, all that sort of thing. So 
that's another one. And then lastly, you know, we are looking at all sorts of interfaces with computers around gestures that don't require us to actually touch them. So, and that opens up unbelievable possibilities for people who are physically challenged or handicapped. So, uh, it, it's not stopping. It's not stopping anytime soon. And this is why I, I, I shouldn't say this, but I sort of giggle when I hear brands not really embracing it and not paying attention to the fact that all of this digital progression is a journey. It's not a project. You may have to start with a project, but once you start, you can't stop. You've got to continue to evolve because the tech's not done yet. So we've heard about innovation in a number of spheres, from implementation strategy to communication, from technological advances in mobile to the Internet of Things. Whether these changes have come in small waves or have brought about a sea change, they have meant that we'll never do business in the same way again. Who knows where the changes will eventually lead? I asked Craig, in terms of the impact they may have, which innovations excite you the most? For me, it's the convergence of all this new technology that's creating new business models and new opportunities. Um, I'll go back to the Internet of Things and, and, and labels being in every product that have a web address, right? When you think about that, a, a retailer at Christmas time sells how many red dresses they get returned the next day. Well, it's kind of obvious people are wearing them to Christmas events. Well, with a tag, we'd know that. And why would we turn that into a rental model for those dresses? Instead of taking a complete loss, if you actually can analyze that and see that people are really renting your dresses but not really paying you for it, when you just offer a rental model? So it's thinking about these things in, in different ways. We're doing so many cool things with um, cinematography and gaming where we can now produce product that looks realistic. There's so much home furnishing product that we don't even understand as consumers. It's all 3D simulation. They're way ahead of apparel, and apparel is catching up. Um, there's a, a good handful of brands that have been working in this 3D space for six to ten years, and they're really leading the way. And there are brands that you can go online and look at product that doesn't exist, and then it's made to order. And that solves our inventory problem, but it also solves sustainability and it solves waste and it, it does so many things. Um, and then we have the opportunity to customize and personalize that. Um, there's a company in London called Unmade. They're doing incredible things with literally allowing brands to offer customized product that remain within the aesthetic of the brand. So designers put parameters around what can and cannot be changed, either for structure, if it's a sweater, right? You want it to be technically feasible to make and also strong structurally so it's not going to wear out um, but at the same time offering all sorts of personalization to that and then making it on demand and making it on demand with the highest quality because they're able to build into the algorithms the nuances of the knitting machines I mean it's incredible stuff so it makes me very excited I, I come from design I come from product development um, and so I'm really 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 pleased to see mobile being used in that space. It excites me. You know, we don't need foam core boards anymore. We can have interactive storyboards. We can make decisions on screens. And then we, when we approve those decisions, cascade that work to the people that then need to uh, execute that, whether it's buying fabric, ordering fabric, um, beginning the, the manufacturing process. All of that can now happen in an interactive way. And then we can make it 
and you know personalized and fast and to order how cool is that with so much to consider in order to affect a successful digital transformation we need to decide where to best focus our energy and our resources we can make investments in many different areas and that could be financial educational strategic hardware and so on i asked craig what investments should be made today to provide the best returns for business in technology use i think before anyone goes on a digital journey they need to take time to reflect who is the brand what is the brand what does the brand represent right we did that at burberry born from a cloth thomas burberry invented wool gabardine had the patent for wool gabardine born from a cloth own outerwear own coats um, we also understood that the next generation of luxury consumers were millennials right the statistics told us that um, and so millennials worked in digital and so we therefore looked at how we would, would operate digitally and it all tied together and it tied together because it went back to who we were as a brand and strategically where we were going if you just embark on digital because you know you have to you're just going to wander around in a lot of muck because you're not going to have any clarity of purpose you, you you need to invest in what is it i'm trying to fix and how i'm going to do that you've got to give enough time for that i hate to say this but the tech is the easy part at this point um, that means you need to bring everybody along on the journey you need to invest so that you can listen to what your employees are saying and help adjust that journey um, it, it, it has to come from the top. The leadership has to come from the top. If, if they're not supportive of it and not clear on what you want to obtain and what your goals are, whether that's year-on-year -year growth, whether it's less inventory, whether it's better quality in the product, um, whether it's better engagement with the consumer, all of these things have to be very clear. And then you look at technology and you look at new way of working. And all these things require equal investment because it's resources and it's... And, which is money, but also people, and training those people. Um, oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times employees will say to me, oh, look, I have a clean inbox. Oh, I'm done for the day. Doing your email is not your job. That's like a nuisance. The email needs to go away. We need to be interacting with systems to make decisions and get on it. Employees are paid to think and contribute. You know, yes, email, golly, I'm so old. Well, I remember when we put email in at the gap because we used to use faxes before then, right? So I remember pre-email when we didn't have that. You have to have a communication tool, but it's not about clearing an inbox. It's about answering requests or solving things, not pushing them on to somebody else, right? Which so often email ends up being. Um, so it's, it, it, it really, really, really is important to look at these things sort of holistically and say, where are we going as a brand? What are we doing as a brand? Who are we as a brand? And now what technology makes sense? And what technology does our customer expect? And what technology does the employee expect? We run around all day long as consumers on our phones, and then what? We're expected to put them down when we come to work? No, no, that's just wrong. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the Is Digital podcast from ISDI. This episode was presented and produced by Ian McMurray. Please subscribe to listen to our upcoming episodes. 
to learn more about this and other digital topics and for more information on ISDI's Global Executive Master in Digital Business and other programs, visit isdi.education. That's I-S-D-I dot education. <laughs>